Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of What the Health Just Happened. Eric Ross here, your favorite or least favorite registered nurse, or as I refer to myself, entrepreneurs. What the Health Just Happened? What do we talk about? We talk about healthcare, the good, the bad, the ups and down, the in between, how to navigate the healthcare system, how to save money, how, how to spend money effectively. We also bring on some incredible nonprofits, uh, business leaders to talk about healthy business practices. Today is no different. We have a combination of a, a new organization that actually has not started seeing patients yet, I believe. They're also going to be a nonprofit, and the two of you are also business owners at the same time, right? Yes. STOT. Anyways, Cameron McWilliams, who is responsible for the occupational therapy, and Lori Allen, who is responsible for the speech therapy. Correct. Do I have that accurately? With Tribe Rehabilitation, welcome, Cameron and Lori. How are you doing? We're doing great. Thanks Fantastic. for having us. Got it. Even already, this is good. Slide in. I like to have fun on this show. I'm sure. So Cameron's mortified. She's a little Absolutely. bit late. She's nervous, but we're gonna have a good time here. I promise. I promise I'm you, ready. the mic does not bite. Yeah, the I'm mic not. does not bite. That's good. I'm gonna start using that. Okay, we might so not get off of this thing. Though. No, this That's is good. Possible. This is good. So we have we have again Lori Allen, Cameron Cameron McWilliams, as I stutter here with Tribe Rehabilitation. Yes. I've known Cameron for a long time. I love her. She is my sister from another Mister. <laughs> Who's going to start? I'm going Lori first. Yes, Little backgrounds, right? What's your specialty? Well, first of all, happy birthday. Oh, jeez. Yes. <laughs> happy birthday. So, by the way, this show airs on Saturdays, but today happens to be February 2nd, yes. uh, 2023. I am 40 years old. Thank you for the birthday wishes. <laughs> yes, I'm Lori. I'm a speech language pathologist, and I went to Florida State a oh. very long time ago. Go okay. Noles. I like it. I'm surrounded by Gators. We're yes. off to a good start. <laughs> I have two degrees from FSU. But um, I started doing research in autism while I was at FSU, which was a really incredible experience through Dr. Amy Weatherby at First Words Project. And I stayed there for about six, seven years until I started having my children. And I decided to come back home because Jacksonville, I was born and raised in Jacksonville. And I love this city. And I was just ready to come back. Okay, we talk about parenting a lot here also. Mm -hmm. We're coming back to this. Did you have family closer to home? You wanted help with the children? Is that why you moved back home also? That was. Or? I wanted okay. to be closer to my parents. And I have two younger brothers, but they weren't really signing up to help me with my children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love it. So two degrees. What were the degrees in? Both speech. So you have to get an undergrad in speech, and then you have to get a master's okay. in speech. Okay. Well, I don't speak so good, but you're going to teach you me some lessons while we're here. Yes. Okay. <laughs> We're going to talk about tribe rehabilitation a lot. Mm -hmm. Cameron, you're up. Perfect. Awesome. I am Cameron McWilliams. I am born and raised in Arkansas. Woo, I, oh, yeah. What do you say? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know um, what that means. Shout out to Ricky McWilliams, by the way. <laughs> I've what never did she heard just that. say? <laughs> by the way, I, I did not give a shout out to our producer, Jay. Um, yeah, he chimes in. I don't know anything about Arkansas. So tell us, how do, how do you end up here? <laughs> so, Got to talk about occupational therapy. We're going we're gonna to yes. turn this into healthcare soon, I promise. So I got my degree at the University of Central Arkansas. 
for same as speech, we have to have an undergraduate degree and then a master's degree as well. So I got both of my degrees at the University of Central Arkansas. That's where I met my husband, Ricky. I love you, Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> Me Sorry. too. I love you too, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we actually moved to Jacksonville in 2016. Well, he moved in 2015. I was pregnant with our first daughter. And then he moved. I moved in 2016, and we moved for his job. Okay. We might get Bank of England on here too, but I don't want to give too many plugs. We're going to plug Tribe Rehabilitation all day. Tribe Rehabilitation. We'll get there. <laughs> so let's start with school. Both degrees require four-year undergrad and a two-year or four-year. Mine is like a six-semester, so you can do it in two years, but it's pretty much full-time. It's a lot. And internships. And then for speech, you have to do a clinical fellowship year. That's nine months. You, you are licensed, but you're fully supervised. Before you have, that's a provisional license. So that's Lori speaking, by the way. That's right. Cameron, similar educational similar, track. Similar, yes. We do have to have four years of undergraduate and then two years uh, to get of graduate school. But they have now changed our program. It's no longer a master's degree. You have to have a doctorate degree for mm-hmm. to, to come out of school. Common. Yep, which is very common. Um, for It's common for PT as well. That's required for PT, and now it's required for OT as well. I'll tell you what's tough with you two, um, especially Cameron. I've, I've known you for a long time. I, I can't express how much I love this woman. She's like a dear friend of mine and my wife's. Um, Lori just met you, but opening a new business <laughs> called what's, Tribe Rehabilitation. Say it again. Tribe Rehabilitation. Tribe Rehabilitation. <laughs> we're going to say it a bunch just so no one no one is um, doesn't know what we're talking about. <sighs> Where do we start here? Right? So you both have worked in the healthcare system for, Lori, how long? Our whole careers, 20, I'm almost at 27 years. 27 years in the healthcare system. Yes. Cameron, how long? Nine years. Nine years. Okay. Large hospital system, small hospital system, where, how, help us understand your previous roles, right? Then we're going to mm-hmm. kind of cater into why you're doing what you're doing, which I can't wait to talk about. Yeah. Okay. So I started at FSU and the great thing there is we were on an NIH grant and so we were able to What's that mean for the audience? That's um, basically a federal grant that okay. you can be given to do research. So it's a pretty high payout. It could be in the millions of dollars. So there I was able to do things that I wasn't able to do in other places because we had money to cover it. So we were able to do infant toddler playgroups. We were able to do different types of evaluations and monitor the kids a little more closely. And we were also able to include typically developing kids because we weren't necessarily following all of the rules of having to qualify for services. So it was a bit of a different way for me to start my career. I did a lot of research into autism, so I really got a specialty in that sense while I was there. Two things I'm going to chime in. So one is to emphasize you have worked with pediatrics your entire life. Is that accurate? Yes. Mm -hmm. I guess there's three parts here. The second is a lot of it sounds like it was in autism, which we're going to talk about briefly. And then the third is starting your career. You had this little thing called maybe unlimited money. It wasn't my money, but, but yes, I what, was able what to. What you were yes. doing, you had access to we funds. Did not, yes, exactly. That is not was, the case in large hospital systems. Yes. Or, okay. Absolutely yes. not. Which is part case. of this, right? right? We talk about yes. money often in healthcare and how it flows in and out of it. And, and oftentimes it's at the detriment to, to patients and families. Okay. Yes. We were actually able to pay people with gift certificates to participate with us. So it was really wonderful. And I'm not cutting that off. I just, there's both of you that got to hear. Absolutely. So similar thing, pediatrics predominantly. Pediatrics. Where'd you start in the system? Go ahead. I actually started at Easter Seals in Arkansas. 
And it's Where? Easter Seals. What state? Arkansas. <laughs> when we first met, she said that a little different, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm losing my accent a little okay. bit. No, we're going to bring that um, out of you. <laughs> so started at Easter Seals in Arkansas. It's an outpatient pediatric integrative preschool as well. So um, I treated kids there. And then I also did, was part of the high-risk infant monitoring team where we would go into homes of NICU babies who were discharged directly from the hospital, and we would do what we call an arena eval, so that's OTPT and speech, going in to the home and evaluating these newborn babies that are just discharged from the NICU. And then after that... When Tell we people what NICU stands for who don't know. I know. <laughs> neonatal, neonatal Intensive, intensive Care, care unit. unit. So ICU is Intensive Care Unit. Yes, yes. N just stands for neonatal, which is yes. babies. Yes. Fresh out of the womb, oftentimes yes. in a bad place. So Correct. go ahead. Correct. So um, once we moved to Jacksonville, I started working at Wolfson Children's Rehab. Okay. And I've been in that setting ever since. Wolfson's, I've never heard of it. We're, oh, wait, just kidding. It's like literally the largest and almost only pediatric large facility. You got Nemours here. Yes. Do, do, does Nemours and Wolfson play nice in the sand? They do. They mm -hmm. work a lot collaboratively. Wolfson's has the inpatient unit, so that's where the children actually go to stay. Nemours is a lot of doctors who the provide Specialize in certain specialized. things. Specialize, mm -hmm. yes. Okay. So we will refer some of our kids to Nemours for specialties. Absolutely. Based off of the complexities mm -hmm. of what they're dealing Absolutely. with. Yes. Okay. So so in a hospital setting, help me understand. Again, this is tough because you got two answers here. I'm going to start with Cameron on this one. Okay. How do you start seeing – this is important to parents, I think, right? Right. So at what ages are you seeing children, and how are you helping them in occupational therapy? Okay. So I start at birth. Um, birth – most of our kids come from the NICU. Um, or they come around 18 months-ish to, to speech therapy, and speech therapy refers them to occupational therapy because they are sent from the pediatrician through a referral for speech therapy for speech delay a lot of the times. And then the other time is the NICU sends them in for outpatient services to continue those services from the NICU. So I am treating <clears throat> infants. You, my niche is infants to three. Okay. Um, but we are actually going to do it. Tribe, we're going to do um, birth to five. What company? Tribe. tribe. <laughs> <laughs> With a B. <laughs> yes. I like it's It's find your tribe. That's yes. what we want to do is we want find your tribe. to find your tribe. I love That's like, why we named We're it definitely going to talk about that. Outstanding. Yeah. So you specialized in born to three. Yes. Now it's going to kind of evolve to birth to five. Birth to five. Yes. I said born. Born to three. No, <laughs> kidding. And, and your specialty in ages, Lori, was what, what age? I'm the same. I, I was definitely birth to three. Um, but I think birth to five for us having this ability to kind of help parents get through the system until they go to school. We wanted to expand it to mm. five so we could kind of hand off that baton and make sure they are on solid ground until we knew that they were okay. So that three to five gets a little gray, so we decided to extend it to five. It's it's an interesting time frame, right, for parents especially, not to mention I want to talk about who you're going to specialize with and why you see them, but I wrote down all these questions here that I wrote down. We're kind of all over the place already, which is perfect. Um, okay. How in the world, I like this, how in the world do you give – therapy services to a toddler, right? I mean, I, mm -hmm. my, my kids are four, six, and eight, yeah. and I'm trying to think about how to 
look, I'm, I hate to call my son out and he's eight years old. He can't tie his shoes yet. That's because I didn't, haven't taught him. But like, I'm just, help me understand. Check out our Instagram I account. Saw, I just put a video up I did, on I did teaching that. children no, to tie their shoes. That's on me for not teaching them how to do it. But <laughs> again, I, I, I like that question. How do you give therapy to a toddler? And then also how much of that is involved with the parents and kind of coaching them up? So a lot of it is parent teaching, parent coaching for <clears> sure. <throat> we the child's occupation is play. So that is really Ooh, like that. what we focus on is play. Um, the children that we see are usually typically delayed in play skills and you can't gain speech and language without having play. So we really play off of each other. We are engaged in play um, with all kinds of different toys. There's three different types of play. There's exploratory play, there's functional play, and there's symbolic play. Um, and I can't so even we, write these fast enough, but these are those <laughs> moments I like to take a clip and say it again. What are the three stages of play? There's exploratory play, there's functional play, and there's symbolic play. And Lori would be great at going over <laughs> the difference between those um, really quick if you want to yeah, no, we, those so we well, the way those. the way a child learns is by engaging in their environment. And there's so many aspects of how a child does that from where they look to what they touch to how they use their eyes and their hands together, how they move through their environment, how they explore. So these are the things we're watching. It looks like a child's just going along in their day, but they actually are very purposeful in what they do. And so we notice when a child is not purposeful in what they're doing and all of these aspects of how they use their body and use their communication or lack thereof of communication. So when a child is trying to play, it's very important to watch how they're engaging a toy. If they don't know how to play with a toy, that's going to be concerning with that for us at a certain age. Because if you don't really know how to engage your environment effectively, you're not going to communicate in that environment very well. So we teach them how to kind of understand what's important around them and then how to learn from it and then how to get what they need met through it. It's very strategic. No, I, I, again, I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm through. I'm, again, thank God I was fortunate with mm -hmm. healthy children and, and we've been blessed, right? And, and just thinking about the, the changes and stages, right, from one month to six months is mind-boggling. Then from yes, six yes. months to 12 months is mind-boggling. Then from one to three is, is insanity. So... It's just a different environment versus dealing with adults, correct? Correct. Oh, completely. Absolutely. So <laughs> would you say that you chose working with not only pediatrics, which is zero to 18, and if you happen to work in pediatric home health, which I did, it was actually zero to 21. And again, mm -hmm. there's all types of stuff there, but did you choose that or, or do you think this industry chose you? Industry absolutely, absolutely. Told, chose me. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. And anything over seven is an adult. In my in my we book. don't do oh, yeah. we, we don't do we well, don't do adults. Well, again, <laughs> not to bring up birthdays and be turning forty, but I'm forty and I'm still not an adult. Friend. So, Jay, where are you at on the adult spectrum? <laughs> not, not even. No. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, I love every time I ask him a question, he goes, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> I love this man. Oh my goodness. Okay. So we do interact more with the parents as well. I think that's a Absolutely. big part in our in our industry with working with pediatrics. We have to teach the parents how to interact <sighs> and engage with their children. Children because a lot of the times they just don't know how to do it. Um, when it first comes time to parents, first time parents, well, yeah. I, I, no I don't siblings. mean I don't mean to jump in. There's multiple. No, I think ahead. first time parents is is one difficulty, right? Mm -hmm. Or parents with with second or third kid that have Down syndrome, autism, which I think we're going to talk about Very a bunch, um, cerebral palsy, whatever the case may yeah. be. But but it's different for everyone. That's why I think this, this topic's great because I'm telling you, I think all two or three of you listeners, thanks mom, thanks Ricky, I love you. <laughs> 
I'm kidding. We're going to have them back Next multiple time times. Trust me. Um, these new parents, these second or third time parents, why this is so relevant to them. I, I mean, again, I'm, I'm just excited to have you both here. So well, it's interesting what you said about how, you know, almost this condemnation, like I haven't taught my son to tie his shoes. But I mean, well, well, I mean, in a sense, so many parents feel so much guilt and just they're so upset about basically feeling like they have failed their children and they haven't at all. They never <clears throat> have. You, you don't know these things. You need someone right. to watch your child, to see what's happening, to explain it to you, to walk you through. What should I be looking for? How should I respond to this? And there's going to be things we ask you to do that work, and there's going to be things that do not work at all because every single child mm. is completely different. Completely different. If you've met one child with autism, you've met one child with <laughs> yes. autism, yes. and that's it. So this is a learning process, not just for us, but for the parents. And so the biggest thing that we have to do is get parents to a point where they're, like, accepting, I can do this, I'm ready to yeah. learn, and this is not my fault. The, oh, man, I— this time flies by, right? When I sit mm-hmm. in the studio, it's just so much to talk about. And like I said, we'll have you come back. First off, again, remind me, what, what's the company called? What, what do you guys? Try, try Rehabilitation. I'm saying we're just going to plug that the whole <laughs> Find time, your try. which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, which when do you start seeing patients, actually? Because you're not officially seeing patients yet. We're right. hoping for April 10th, which April is my 10th. daughter's 20th birthday. I like it. Yes. So, yes. so the second half, we're going we're gonna to really dive into there after some fun stuff. But... Um, Man, I forgot what I was going to ask. So we're going to, oh, let's talk about autism for a second, right? Everyone thinks they know what autism is. (laughs) Yeah. Good luck, right? Try to define it in like less than 60 seconds. I'm kidding. Oh, I can, (laughs) let me try. Dive (laughs) in, describe it. When should parents maybe start looking or questioning? Is this something I need to think about? And then why you chose this specialty and how Tribe you think is going to really help that population specifically? That's a lot of questions, by the way. No, yeah, I got it. That's good. You should be looking from the very, very beginning. So these signs are present when little infants are starting to engage their parents. And you can feel almost a difference in the way that they respond to their environment and the way they respond to their families. So these things like looking at you, you know, when a mother breastfeeds a child, the baby's eye gaze is perfectly calibrated to look at their mother's eyes. So if they're not doing that, then something's happening. That's right when they're tiny, tiny. But as they grow, there's definitely signs and symptoms and milestones to look for. Um, There is a lot of great resources out there for parents to be able to kind of track monthly what's happening. And the biggest thing is, is if you are concerned, there's a reason you're concerned. And don't let people tell you to wait. And don't ever wait. Boy, there's... Don't ever wait. There's there's two parts here, right? There's... You're nervous to ask, you're scared or you don't know. That's right. Or maybe you think you know and you don't want to admit it because it feels like, oh, man, my, my kid's maybe sick or not. Which, again, I hate the term normal. None of us are normal. But but autism, I mean, again, what, what patient, what's the population? What's the odds of, of someone being born with autism? And, it's about 1 in 44 now. So, so that's not that's mm-hmm. not crazy odds, right? Mm-hmm. And we need to emphasize that you can have a completely normal life with autism, and even yeah. I hate the word normal. Even a not normal life is still a, an incredible life that you can help out along their journey. So yeah, I mean, we wouldn't have the world that we have now without autism. Autism, we can contribute to our medical advances, mm. our science advances. Some of the coolest people you will ever meet. Some yes. of the funnest people you'll ever meet. Truth. Some of the Absolutely. best conversations Truth. you will ever have is with a person with autism. And so when I have a parent come in, I tell them 
that the the child they come in with is the same child they're leaving with. It's just going to be a different path for them now. But they need to celebrate that autism is really, really cool. And it's fun. And when we get through these major milestones, these kids are better sometimes for what they have to go through. I'm not even kidding you, so this is all audio. I have goosebumps right now and chills because I feel the same way, yeah. right? Yeah. We love these kids. We absolutely We are blessed them. to be a part of their yes. lives. And it's going to be awesome. We're so, going to have a lot of fun. I can't. Oh, my goodness. I, I, again, I'm not, I'm not even kidding you. I'm kind of an emotional human being, but I love – I can mm -hmm. see your excitement. I can see your face, and it, it gets me excited, right? So we got a couple minutes left before the first break. Are you going to predominantly specialize in autistic kids or whoever needs your services? We're right? absolutely support. gonna our doors are open our doors to are all. open to everyone. Mm -hmm. Okay, we want to provide services to everyone, and we want it to be affordable services. Mm -hmm. um, so we are also gonna provide scholarships for those families that have high copays or, or insurance doesn't cover. Some of these services we are going to provide scholarships for those families to help offset the cost because it is so expensive there there's so many things here and i really want to kind of hit this hard in the second half which is going to be tough is how how do families pay for the service you talk about the billable hours where there's units cameron and i talked yep. the other yep. day and i looked for 20 <laughs> minutes as my mind was blown so so nice. to start right when doors open how do you how do you get patients in the door how do you Here's the reality of owning and running a business. I know it's a nonprofit. How do you keep the lights on? How do you get more staff? When do you need more staff? So for, for yeah. phase one, besides, t what's the name of the company again? I keep forgetting. I'm Tribe. <laughs> That's going to be my new thing. <laughs> when you open the doors, how are you, how are families finding you? Previous patients, they come out of the hospital and these hospitals and physicians call you and say, these two are the best. How do they find you? How do they walk in your doors? I have been overwhelmed by the participation in the community. The networking is incredible. We already have the Down Syndrome Association contacting us to meet. We've got multiple. I'm a little worried about having too much, to be honest. We already have hits on our website. That's a we've real had, problem to have. Yes, yes. We've had five people already fill out the contact form to be patient. So it's. I'm not really worried about finding patients, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I'm worried about providing exceptional care and managing all of it. That, but. again, chills and goosebumps. And this is a, a radio show <laughs> that, that is fun for me. And, and you know, again, we re repurpose it as a podcast. But the clinicians, a lot of times, love what they do, are passionate about yeah. the, what they do. But they're handcuffed by the American healthcare system. Mm -hmm. How the money flows in and out, how patients are referred, who's the rev cycle manager, how much is the CEO getting paid. So... What you two are doing, I love to death. I'm trying to look through the reflection of a, yep, there we go. So, man, I, I, I can't believe this. Every single time I talk to someone, I, I just get excited about what you're doing and, and chills a little bit. So mm -hmm. Cameron McWilliams, Lori, this is the second time we met. Yes. Well, Lori, it's been a long day. I was going to say, we also went to a, a Jacksonville Chamber Health Council, which we're going to get them on here too. <laughs> Tribe Rehabilitation is the actual name of the business, right? Yes. But yes. Your, your slogan, which I love, is find your, find, tribe. find your tribe. So, Lori Cameron, thank you so far. That's half one. Second half, we'll have a little fun. Talk about the nonprofit side, all of it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, this is fun. Find your tribe.
gosh, holy awkward. We just watched the clock count down for 30 <laughs> seconds, waiting to come back from this commercial break because, surprise, it's pre recorded. <laughs> Which no one talks about with Retenants Live. I hope my, my uh, sponsors, a.k.a. my own company, don't judge me for saying this. Welcome back to the second part of What the Health Just Happens. That was a really awkward 15 seconds before coming oh, back. I was in school. That was a. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Jay, our producer, we love him to death. Uh, man, I like this guy more and more. That was weird, right? I'm like watching a clock. A Meanwhile, he has, he's a, he can no. cut and ch- Oh, my gosh. We're getting off track, which I love. The second half, we get off track. Cameron Boy. Williams, Lori Allen with tribe rehabilitation right Correct. find your tribe hashtag find your tribe is that going to be the hashtags i'm pretty it sure it's be. one of them okay i yes. don't know much about hashtags but anyway so we have a, a occupational therapist speech therapist is it also called language pathologist is the that part of it the technical phrase is speech language pathologist okay getting a lot of words so i need your help speech therapist words. yeah so man if you missed the first half good news is uh we're gonna put this out there in a couple podcast platforms, YouTube audio, LinkedIn's a big one for us. Again, the show airs at 7 p.m. on Saturdays on a radio station. Again, I love you, WOKV 104.5, but who listens to the radio at 7 p.m. on a Saturday? To be determined. I'm self-deprecating if you can't tell. Cameron, Lori, welcome back. How'd you survive the first half? Super fun. Yes. We, so far, so good? So far, so good. Okay. So they told us some great information. It's it's It almost got emotional. We talked about some crazy stuff. Um, I'm going to get a little weird the first half, right? I like to catch you off your feet. We do two segments, right? Healthy or not healthy. Okay. And I ask you a question, and you have to answer whether it's healthy or not healthy. Okay. And then sometimes I'll argue the counterpoint even if I agree with you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Healthy or not healthy? Colonoscopies. Okay. So not hey. uh, look, they're laughing. I got them. There may have been a conversation about that earlier today. Uh, Cameron's was last week. My, mine's tomorrow. Yes. So let's say. So, uh, we're going with healthy. We're going to go with healthy. I'm going to have a hard time arguing the counterpoint on this because most times if you're getting colonoscopy, again, are you getting it for healthy or not healthy reasons? But we may or may not have talked earlier about Cameron's colonoscopy last week and Lori's colonoscopy tomorrow and the fact that I had one a little while ago and my wife had to pick me up and it was literally the most messed up I've ever been in my life. His so. wife also picked me up yep. from my colonoscopy. So maybe, so. And I may need to ask her to I pick mean, me up. So. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Healthy or not healthy? Helicopter parents. Oh, gosh, mm, no. No, not healthy. Jay, no. you want to chime in? Oh, I agree. Okay. I can't, I, I like to argue the counterpoint, but these two, I can't argue. Like I will, no. I'd rather, you know, like push my child over than, than lift them up in a, in a healthy way. That was Absolutely. not healthy. What I just said. Okay. Healthy <laughs> or not healthy. The current billing practices of the American healthcare system. No, absolutely, absolutely not. not healthy. Why is it not healthy? <laughs> it doesn't work for the patient. That is the <laughs> simplest least complicated answer I've ever heard and could not be more accurate. So again, I'm going to say that question, healthy or not healthy, the current billing practices of the American healthcare system, your answer was what, Lori? Absolutely not. It doesn't work for the patient. It doesn't work for the patient. I could talk about this for hours. I can't because mm-hmm. I don't have hours on this show. Who does the current American billing system work for? I'll answer it. Sorry, okay, they won't answer go. it for a lot, variety of reasons. For the administration of hospital systems and large insurance carriers. And look, yeah. I work yeah. in both spaces. Yeah. 
I hope they don't hear me, or if they do, it's okay. Maybe they'll kick me out. Maybe they'll blackball me, but it just doesn't work, and it's not healthy. So sorry, I went two not-so-serious, one kind of serious, but we're going to pivot that into the next part. I usually carry a medical dictionary, and I open it up and read a random term, and you have to tell what it is. (laughs) Okay. I'm going easy on you, too. So... ST term, speech therapy term, alphabet supplementation. Oh, gosh. I know. This is like, it's <laughs> oh. not easy. That's that's like school alphabet stuff. See, that's that's adult. See, that's, that's an adult not, thing. That's, that's over not, seven. That's I don't not do three okay. and under. You, that, now, what I didn't tell you is if you don't know, you have to make up. So I was going to say alphabet supplementation. I would say that is some form of ooh, kinesthetic learning oh, about you your alphabets. Yes. Yeah, like making... You want, to hear, rice. you want to hear my answer? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Alphabet spaghetti soup. Remember that oh, stuff? That's, pretty yeah. good. that's alphabet supplementation. You pull out you the letters, you put it down. Yeah, yes. that's it. Okay, that's one more for you. Inton, intonation? Intonation. Intonation. You're doing it right now. The rise and the fall of your voice is your intonation. So when I talk like this, that's your intonation. And then I talk like this. It's also I'll called prosody. Prosody. prosody I yes. like it. Prosody okay. is the official term of what your intonation is. And children with autism have very poor prosody and intonation. Let's let's go back to that before I put Cameron on the spot here. <laughs> so so the term, which did I even say it right? High and low. Mm-hmm. Intonation right. or rise and fall. Is that how I say it? Intonation? Intonation. And what's the other term for prosody it? Prosody is what we what speech prosody. Language pathologists. Which would I, say. I actually love that. That's a big deal in public speaking yes. and how you are you angry? Are you sad? Are you emotional? Are you happy? And like, that's how we teach it. Do okay. your robot voice, do your witch voice, do your like monster that. voice. Okay. Cameron, you ready? I don't know. I looked up two I'm random ready. terms. I wanted to bring the medical dictionary because it really throws people <laughs> off and they're like, what does that mean? You could have brought any book and we wouldn't have known. Yeah. And it wasn't the medical dictionary. Dyspraxia. Oh, that's. Oh. <laughs> that, that, that would speech? be mine too. Well, say, that's <laughs> not okay. Oh, All right, Cameron, sit this one out. <laughs> I looked up. I looked up occupational therapy terms and dyspraxia. Well, let her do a motor planning. Do, do a pra- uh, You go ahead. You're, it's your turn. So that's that's motor planning. So when the brain decides to make a movement, the the muscles need to move. Correct? What kind of movement are we talking about? That's in Tell them what I'm doing. You're doing Tell them what I'm doing. Weird yes, stuff. Sorry. Controlled movement. Um, so dyspraxia is when the brain and the mo- the muscles are not coordinate communicating very well together. So you get maybe awkward or off movements, or you're not hitting your targets accurately. So like awkward, like that dance I just tried to do. To yeah, okay, got it. They're both rolling their eyes at me. This is great. Okay, Lori, you are super intelligent, by the way. Oh, absolutely, she's very intelligent. I mean, if I ever need anything, I just text I'm, I'm Lori. smart in one thing. Like I, I know my field. But thank you very much. No, I, I'm she impressed. She knows outside of her field. We have been working very hard to open this nonprofit business, and Lori has gone above and beyond to research and learn all new things that are not, not in her in your field. Space. Which, yeah. Not to in her make it easy for the patient. To make it easier that's, for that's the patient. Good. That's what we're doing. Yeah. We're doing all of this that behind is, the scene yeah. work. Because they can't navigate because this. It's hard to navigate the system. It truly is. Yes. And our parents really do struggle with this. Mm-hmm. I, as a parent, would struggle, even knowing what I know in my profession, I would struggle navigating the system. How do you, oh my gosh, so, <laughs> hold on, that's a great yes. pivot, but I'm not, I'm going to go back to weird because that's okay. what I do. I like the weird. I don't even know if I can say this word correctly, which Ooh. is also occupational therapy. I hope Lori answers it again because she's blowing my mind. She's really good, so let's see. Co-contraction. Ooh. 
Co-contraction. That's ortho, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit, but you can do it. <laughs> I think it's ortho. I don't Cameron know. hates ortho. I don't do ortho. Like okay, like, okay, yeah. okay. You, so, you just, like, you step. Jake, tr- well, this is my favorite part. Jake, yeah. tell me what co-contraction means. Yep, nope. Oh, come on. you got to throw something out there. That's when you, you know like, flex your biceps know. in front of the mirror. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's Th- this, no, this is... This is how you can answer it if you want. Well, my guess is it is a a, yeah. a motor thing that it has to do with the way the muscles are working together and contracting. So when you use one muscle, it's going to and cause co- other muscles. So I'm to guessing co-contract. contraction means yeah. right That's flexion logical, or. Yes. And then co means two. That's exactly right. Co-eds, co-op, cons. <laughs> no, we're not going to get weird. I like Coors. this. <laughs> I, again, I told you the second half's a little sillier than we ran it in back to business. Cameron, you just went a little tangent there, which I loved. (laughs) Go back to it and why you're so passionate about talking about that. I just have seen in the setting that we are working in, in a hospital, a big hospital-based setting, we have a specialty. Each one of us has a specialty. She's a speech therapist. I'm an occupational therapist. But in this setting, we are having to play a role of everything. We are mental health specialists. I'm also a physical therapist. I'm also a speech therapist. I'm also an ABA therapist, applied social behavioral work. analyst. I'm also a social worker. Oh I gosh. am all of these things for these parents, and it is not my specialty. It's not what I know specifically. It's not what anyone would know because we know the basics of these things that we've learned just on the job, but we are not mm. the specialist in that area. So we are trying to navigate the system ourselves with sending parents in the right direction of where they need to go and what actual services they need to receive. (laughs) But the services aren't available, especially in the pediatric world. We're talking six-month wait list or to a year wait list for these services that kids need immediately. They need six days ago, not six months from now. Yes, and they can't receive. They're on wait lists for months and months and months. Mm -hmm. So instead of receiving those services when they need them, we are having to fill in and provide those services as well. Yeah, or the services aren't covered. Or the services aren't covered by insurance. You you chime in there, Lori, Lori, Mm -hmm. or they're not covered. They're not covered, yes. So two-part here. Would you agree with her and you're doing doing all of it? You're a social worker. Sometimes maybe you're a nurse. Sometimes maybe you're a PT. Sometimes maybe you're even a doctor a little bit. Okay. So agreed on that. And then why aren't services paid for? Like what services aren't paid for and why not, do you think? Well, only certain. There are a lot of speech plans. Well, speech is very hard to get covered. There are a lot of speech plans that the child can only get coverage if they've had a stroke, which I don't. I think I've seen one patient in my entire career that's had a stroke. So you, they only cover, like, any sort of developmental disorder. The insurance company says, in a sense, it's developmental. They'll grow out of it. But that's the that's the common not thing. Not true. Not, not or real. not true without support. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a very common thing that doctors use because that's how the system works. You're supposed to. They have a developmental delay. That's an appropriate diagnosis for them. But they don't want to cover things like that. And so it makes it very tricky. There's a lot of denial, denied services. The other thing that's not covered unless you have an autism diagnosis is ABA therapy. Mm -hmm. And that is one service that a lot of kids need and they can't get it. Mm -hmm. It, Due to the expense. ABA therapy is very expensive. How much? out of pocket. How much money? Hundred bucks an hour. It's, yeah. Well, yeah. these kids can go to twenty to forty hours, hours a, week. a week. It's full time. So again, what does ABA stand for? Applied, Applied behavioral, behavioral analysis. analysis. And and what what age do kids typically start getting ABA? 
Well, right now, children are usually diagnosed around the age of three for autism, so I would say it would start around there. But as soon as they get an autism diagnosis, that is the next step. We are trying to push that down to younger. Children at 15 months, we know that these kids are showing you, signs and characteristics. You can confidently, confidently. look at a child at yes. 15 months and say, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that they, yes, at least absolutely. on, on yes. this, which, by the way, help me understand the spectrum, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. My favorite way to explain spectrum, and this is what parents understand the best, is to talk about cookies. So when you think about a cookie, there's about five basic ingredients that every cookie has, you know, flour, sugar, butter, things like that. But how many varieties of cookies are there in the world based on any sort of variance that you put in? Right. Sugar, so chocolate autism chip, has a core. Exactly. It has a core symptomology that does have to be there, but what they look like can be such a broad spectrum. It's just like the variety of cookies. Lori, I like, I like, Kim, you told me I like Lori. I'm fascinated. Okay. I do this all day. I have I said that speech a thousand times. I know. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. So Lori is technically, Lori, speech therapist, they're technically the first ones that receive kids with autism that do not have a diagnosis and they get the, the pediatrician sends them for a speech delay. Yeah. Um, That's speech the, number delay. It's the number one thing. The number one thing. Yeah. And the speech then delay. Speech. The speech delay That's is so, where so when we it start. Starts, like we you're, start. you're the you're the receptionist yep. coming mm -hmm. in. Like they're coming in the door. and You're like, oh my gosh, which floor do I send you to? Right. Yes. Okay. And speech is always the first, and then speech is the one who refers them to OT, and yes. they usually break the the news of that their child does have red flags for autism. We at least start and that conversation. And we start that conversation. Yes. So, so ST, speech therapy, mm -hmm. starts with those conversations. Generally, yes. And then OT probably confirms those Absolutely. conversations. Absolutely. And it takes multiple layers yep. to yes. really help yep. a family. And, then, and, and then, this is not a one-time conversation. No, this is months. This is months of talking <laughs> this about This is a relationship. I, I, yes. You Again. become part of their family. You I really mean, you do. really do. For years afterwards, For right? Years. Oh, after, especially absolutely. if they, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. I have patients that I discharged to school mm -hmm. years ago, and I'm still in contact with them. They send me videos of fun things mm -hmm. that their kids are doing now. Come on. There's the chills again. We got a video last week of oh a little goodness. boy that we treated for forever. He's five now, and he said mommy on, for the first time on New Ever. Year's Day, and she got it on video, <sighs> and she sent it to us. She did. So. It was the if that doesn't video. make you mm -hmm. get a little choked up and proud yes. of what you do or as a, as a yes. parent, right? I do this all day without being paid if I didn't need money. Absolutely, <laughs> but game. I need money, well, so you know. Look, I like, I like. That's <laughs> yes. let's let's talk about that because now we're gonna we're gonna pivot mm -hmm. in. We can, I, that's a whole episode in and of itself, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Navigating the healthcare system is a conversation in and of itself. Today, I think is worth talking about the two of you, which are clearly way more intelligent than I am. So thank you for gracing me with your intelligence. What's the name of your company again? Tribe. <laughs> I just like saying that. One more time. What's the name of the company? Tribe. Oh, they're in sync. They clearly practice that. Which actually, the the website I think was was it find. Tell me the website too, because we, we want to plug this a bunch and talk about it. In the tribe dot net. In the tribe In the tribe dot tribe. So what's the tagline? Is it find your tribe or in the tribe? Find your tribe is kind of our catchphrase. Okay. And um, we have also not your average kid, not, not your, your average, average therapist. I like I like that you say them in sync too. But let me take we do that a lot. <laughs> we can we can read each other's minds sometimes. It's I can a little... make up a song and Cameron can finish it while we're working with the kid. It's yes. pretty impressive. It's, it's impressive. I don't know if that's healthy or dangerous. <laughs> healthy, hey, listen, healthy or not healthy. <laughs> Finishing each other's song Songs. lyrics. 
<laughs> I mean, and it's a made-up song. We it sing is. songs oh, all day long yes. for everything. I, had, I was about to go serious, and you guys <laughs> just brought me back to the dark side. Thank you. So I like that. In the tribe. Find the tribe. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, how do I just push everyone into your tribe? And and you said it. I'm, I'm afraid there's going to be a point where you have some people come into your tribe. Yeah. How do you grow and evolve, right? Which we may talk already, about in a second. Yeah, I already have the commercial realtor looking for our next house. So perfect segue. <laughs> yes. Perfect segue. I don't want to tell too much about the story. So you guys mm-hmm. just closed on a house, yes, yes, which is. is located where? Historic Riverside, a 1938 home. Ooh, and why is it so important to find a house to do this therapy? It's providing services in a more naturalistic environment for the child. What's so challenging for these kids, especially our kids with autism or transitions, and then even our kids with Down syndrome and the NICU babies, um, the toddlers, they get really scared and nervous coming into a hospital-based setting because they go into a hospital-based setting all the time for scary follow-up doctor's appointments. So they associate us in scrubs and at a hospital setting. Needles, prod, light my eyes, look in my ears, pull in my... And that's what we're associated with in that type of setting. So allowing us to transition these kids to a home-based setting is more of their natural environment. The generalization from an activity is going to be carried over. We're going to be able, they're going to be able to generalize and carry over these activities because we're teaching them in a more natural environment, which would be like their home. We're going to be able to carry over with their parents because the parents are going to see they can't afford this expensive equipment that we use in in a therapy <clears throat> setting. So we can utilize resources that you would typically have in your house and show these parents you can get the same result doing this with this something you have at home, at home. versus this oh, big, expensive $700 yeah. piece of equipment that you, insurance won't cover. Here's a rocket ship that yes. costs $10,000 right. for your four-year-old yes. when you could just use, like, I don't know, a, a bed box. sheet. Yeah, yeah. Like a correct. Box. I correct. mean, there's so Look, many alternatives. You want to make a fortune, box. create That's baby right. stuff, yes. right? Swings. Okay. Yes. So... Are parents involved? This house, which, by the way, we're, we're, I, I'm setting up a ribbon-cutting thing through the chamber. Awesome. I don't know. Like, trust awesome. me. We're doing that. I love it. They're so fun. So why, why a house? You said that. Riverside, great area, northeast Florida, close to the hospital systems. But how excited are you about that phase of the business? Because we're going to business now. You got to buy a house. Then you yes. got to get patients coming yes. in. Then you got to yes. pay the bills. So That's exactly right. I thought I was going to be terrified, and I'm not in the slightest. It's been... And what I planned on doing in six months, maybe even a year, we have done in a month. I can't slow this thing down. Oh, boy. Um, it is moving fast. It is. It is. And <laughs> Choo-choo. at some point. We, by the way, we have a $10,000 OTNST uh, train for you kids. You got the money. Look again. The, the time's flying already. Keep going about mm-hmm. the house. We, we asked two final questions. I'm going to narrow it down to one because I want to talk more about find your tribe, tribe rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. In the tribe.net is the website. Yes. It is. Okay. I told you this would fly by. There's a hundred things to talk about. I know. So what are you most excited about besides the patient care? That's an easy one. I know what you're excited about because you've been in the system forever, mm-hmm. right? What else besides this incredible patient care, which I know you two are going to provide? Mm-hmm. 
I am so excited to have freedom to yeah. be able to <laughs> network. Oh my answer. Yes. So, like, you know, being able yes. to meet someone, you know, can we talk about this? I have this organization that wants to be involved, being able to bring people in, being able to have a therapy dog. I mean, we are able yes. to choose things <sighs> that we would never be able to get through a major System. And we're still following the rules. We're still credentialed. Who's, we're still but following. whose rules? That's the other thing, too. Like, yes, to I mean, build here, you got you to gotta sell this product and yes. do that product. So to be able to have flexibility to do it the way that we want to do it. And we've learned a lot from mistakes and successes. So now Which you'll learn more of. Abs right? yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Which is good, absolutely. right? That's yes. called, I don't it's care whether you care about capitalism yeah. or, or mm-hmm. passion or whatever term you want to use. Progress. Progress mm-hmm. is a great one, especially in healthcare because it's a pain in the... Mm-hmm. Uh, can't say that word. Cameron, I same think, question. Uh, well, my answer yes. was going to be Sorry. that, but Pick. that's okay. I yes. will change my answer. <laughs> I um, think I am most excited to actually get to spend more time with the families. Listen. 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 Build rapport. Mm-hmm. We are not going to be rushing them out the door. We're not going to be breaking all of this crazy news to them and being like, okay, I'm so Sorry. Yeah. Um, I'll see you next week or see you in three months when, when your you get insurance off. gets yep. yeah. yeah. When you oh, get I want to throw, up, wanna throw up in a bucket right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so now we will be able to provide these services so much faster and so much more efficiently and just it, it's just going to be an amazing experience. We can make the family center. Can, yes, it, the, the family, family is going to the be f- the family center. center. There's so them. many taglines here. So I typically ask the same two questions to end an episode. I'm not, but I'm going to say them. I want you to think about them, and I might have you email me a message, and we'll record them on the side or something and put it on the website. Two-part question, right? If you if you look one, three, five, ten, twenty years, pick the time frame. What what healthy changes would you like to see in your industry in healthcare? You've answered those the whole episode, mm-hmm. and there's more answers. It's more complicated. This one, if we can, we can, I think we can squeeze them in here. You look at yourself, right? One, three, five, 10, 20 years, pick your year. What's some healthy advice you would give yourself, right? You, you go back in time, you put your hand on your shoulder and say, man, here's some healthy advice you need to hear. Mine would be that to really just be so compassionate to these families because it's very easy in your, you know, therapist hat to look at a family and say, you shouldn't do this and I can't believe you're doing that. And in your head, you know, be judgmental because we're human and we're tired and we're frustrated. Mm. And though these families, we have no idea what these families have been through. I too have typically developing children and I have no idea. I've never walked a step in these families' shoes. So I wish I could tell myself from the beginning to have the utmost compassion and kindness for these families. Speaking of time constraints, I'm getting the, the one minute finger held up because we got to wrap it up here because this is not live, no matter what anyone tells you. <laughs> I love it. Um, it, it. It goes too fast. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I want to talk more. I want to on the side and, and I'm not kidding you. And I tell you, I want to help your business succeed and funnel whoever we can your way. And the, the people you met and talked to today, just how do we keep doing that? Um, thank you for joining me, right? Cameron and Lori with, what's the name of the company? Tribe. Rehabilitation. <laughs> Tell the website one more time. In the tribe.net. In the tribe.net. That's all right. Hey, we'll, we'll get there. They, they talk in sync. So look, that, we pause and that's, sync. I, I'm afraid I say this every episode and I, I'll continue to say it, but that's my favorite episode so far. 
My arm here. No, Ours okay. too. I, I, yes, look, exactly. You'll be back. Well, I actually <laughs> want to follow your journey along the way as a business great. owners, right? Yeah. Definitely healthcare related, the nonprofit sector that people need to understand how it works. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I got to do this awkward close out to end the episode. Eric Ross here. What the health just happens. Cameron Laurie with Tribe Rehabilitation. And that, my friends, is what the health just happened.